0: Hello, everybody, listening to the Fairway the Podcast. It's your boy 2K Suave. I'm here with my boy A Rod. Uh, it's a special beer themed episode. Apparently, it's National Beer Day as we're recording this. So, uh, we got some of our favorite beer moments in sports history uh, as our backgrounds right now. If you're watching the video, uh, I, for one, my favorite uh, wrestler is Stone Cold Steve Austin. So A Rod stole the show. <laughs> but, you know, LeBron's my guy. So I got LeBron with JR Smith, featuring JR Smith with a little beer action on the court. So uh, it's a good day right
1: now. <laughs> it is National Beer Day. Uh, we do report on Wednesdays. We do air it Thursday. So just a heads up, this is always recorded on a Wednesday. Um,
0: Sometimes. Most Sometimes we have our, our, our emergency Thursday recordings or Tuesday recordings.
1: We've we had a few of those, but we've been pretty good at you know sticking to the script on Thursdays and doing it that way. But there's the occasional emergency. Um so let's let's run down what we're gonna talk about today. Uh we didn't touch baseball or NCAA Final Four last episode, so we're gonna touch NCAA championship today. Uh Bears knocking off the Zags. Uh, We'll jump into the start of the MLB season. I know it's you know uh, uh, series one and two, opening day games for teams. So there's not a lot of baseball to touch on, um, but there's some interesting things going on. You know, Fernando Tatis, a big name player, going down. Uh, how that impacts the game, his team, all that. Uh, we put out our mock drafts 1.0. We're going to try and put out three before the draft starts. So we'll jump into the NFL draft. Um, my take on the whole Sam Darnold thing. You know, I'm kind of heartbroken over that, but it is what it is. He's
0: excited, don't worry.
1: <laughs> uh and then we usually do where he go to college is the last segment, but today we're gonna we're gonna skip that just this week. Um and we're gonna jump into uh ESPN decided to put out once again another controversial list on their top
0: it wasn't controversial, it was terrible, but yeah,
1: yeah, very, very terrible. That guy should be fired, but top. <laughs> 10 NBA players, 25 and younger. Uh KK got, and I'll give our list, and we'll that's the show. So uh let's start it off. NCAA tournament is done. Everybody wanted to see a perfect season with the Zags. Not me, <laughs> but the Baylor Bears. Oh, awesome! Shout out to our bracket winner, uh Jimmy Kratz. We ran you some money. Uh enjoy that little the little fortune we sent you. <laughs> Uh, you won the bracket challenge without even picking the right winner, but you got the right two teams. So I, I guess that that counts for something.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, so Gonzaga almost won a 32 perfect season, uh, but came up short at the end to the Baylor Bears, who just shot out the gym. Uh, was that something you were expecting, or were you expecting a bigger and better game out of the Zags on that?
0: So first of all, I didn't even expect the Gonzaga team to even make it to the national championship game. I've never had respect for for Gonzaga from the Adam Morrison days till now. It's the same story every year. They're, they're, for whatever reason, always, you know how they always get on like, oh, level of competition and stuff like that. Tell me who the hell Gonzaga plays every year. But they always in the top three, top four for some reason. I'm like, okay, I have no respect for Gonzaga. I don't care if they lose. I'm happy they got blown out. (laughs) Um... I thought they were, I thought they would lose a couple games before that. They you know you got to give um, uh, Jalen Suggs some credit. He's a lot better than I thought he would be. Uh, we'll see how he does in the NBA. Uh, he's one and done. I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, so we'll see how he does in the NBA. But the game itself, you know, it, you know, it, it shows that where it is that you know you gotta you gotta take it to, you gotta take to the street sometime. And it was like they got bullied. They got taken to the backyard where and play some real basketball. Because if you look at Baylor, it's just a bunch of, like, you know, beefy, you know, there's athletic, you know, dudes. And and, and Gonzaga's, like, boring. It's boring, it's Gonzaga. My girl calls it Gargonzola. Like, she's <laughs> like, oh, is Gargonzola playing? I'm like, yeah, Gargonzola.
1: <laughs> I mean, you said it best on the show that seniority is going to win you championships. I've lot. always said that. A lot of those guys are juniors and seniors um, and upperclassmen on the Baylor bears. So they came out and they, Gonzaga didn't lead once that game, man. They blew the brakes off the do- off them doors quickly. Gates <laughs> and then just like 13 points on them, 13 and zero, and it's, that's a hard deficit to climb out of your, your head's kind of taken out of the game there. Yeah. And it's a, uh, College basketball is kind of whack. They do two quarters, not you know four quarters. So you you gotta you gotta you know get get in the game really quick. On I that. mean, it's still
0: two halves. It's forty minutes. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's just it's just a lot of running for these kids. There's no. It's the same
0: uh, thing. They got the same amount of timeouts. They got TV timeouts. They get breaks all the time. So no, this I don't want to hear none of these excuses because Zach got exposed.
1: <laughs> exposed. You know, they're they're a talented team from you know, Suggs, Timmy, Kisper, they're all they're all really good players. Um, they play really good basketball, but there's something about this Baylor team, man. They're shooting out the gym, man. They were just shooting and shooting and shooting and not missing anything. So that's hard to to come past. So yeah. Um, I think so with this going forward, what do you think of, of next season to gear up for college basketball? Um I remember last episode we did, or maybe two episodes ago, we did. The blue bloods aren't in the, in the tournament this year. A lot of those guys were out. Are we going to see the rise of those programs again? Do you think they're going to rebuild and be back?
0: So in the, in the um, last, in the last few years, I mean, think about who's been winning. Uh, we had a Virginia one. Uh, what, Texas Tech, did they win, or was it Virginia? It was Virginia versus Texas Tech. Uh, I mean you can start to see there's a slip in these like Kentuckys, Kansas, UNC's, Dukes. And I looked at the odds for next year and they still got Duke with the third best odds to win it again. And Kentucky with the fifth. And I'm, and I'm I'm thinking, yes, they're going to have the most talent, but we see the same, like, it's really hard for like these blue bloods because these blue bloods now are one and done schools. Like, Villanova, that's like a school where you go three years, pay your dues, four years, and and that's why the Villanova's been successful. uh Michigan State, they're notoriously known for having three year and four year players. So the schools that 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 stay on that path of having three year players, at least two year and three year players, with some four years and, and stuff like that, you're still gonna go for your uh for your one and duns if you can get them. But I wouldn't want to litter my whole team with one and duns because. It doesn't really work like we've seen a lot of like we give a lot we give Kyle Perry a lot of credit for the amount of guys he sends to the uh to the nba but i mean it's not like he's running around with five national championships you know his job he does a good job getting these kids getting them in line and then getting them paid in the nba but it's not like he's out here just winning championships every year i mean it showed again this year that he didn't, they didn't even make it to the uh to the tournament so Duke is going to be in the same boat because not everyone's going to Duke for the same reason. Um, the Tar Heels, shout out to my Tar Heels. We just got Hubert Davis. Shout out to him for getting that promotion. Roy Williams, he did a great job at UNC. But I don't know. It's, gonna, it's, a, it's a weird time in the NCAA. Um, I, I definitely want to – I know we don't talk about college too much on this show, but uh, I do want to kind of talk about the – as not today, but on a on a different episode. We, I really want us to dive into like the, the to the state of the NCAA as far as like, you know, players getting paid and one and done's and you know, all this stuff with how how they handle with COVID and just a lot of different things. I definitely wanna have a longer show on that. But for today's purposes, uh the Gonzaga's bad. They're not bad, but Gonzaga's what I thought they were. Like uh who said that? They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Romeo Connell? No, not Romeo Cannell. What's his name? And you want to crown him? To De- crown their ass. The Vikings coach. Uh, God rest his soul. You know what I'm talking about? They are who we thought they were. So someone's going to watch this and be like, oh, how do you not know so-and-so's name? Dennis and we let him off the hook.
1: Dennis something? Den-
0: Dennis Green. Dennis Green. green. Dennis green. And we let him off the hook. But... Uh, the Gonzaga is who we thought they were and Bailey didn't let them off the hook next year. I couldn't even tell you who's going to win next year. It's not going to be Gonzaga though. I'd say that much.
1: There's I got
0: Michigan next year.
1: Michigan looks promising, but they're going to lose a lot of players, but Juwan Howard is enticing to go play for it. I mean, if, if livers was there for Michigan, it's a whole nother ball game. I felt like if that guy was present for Michigan, um, but two or three guys from Gonzaga are going to be gone, I and mean, then I feel like that program—I don't want to say will fall to earth. It'll be decent, but you know,
0: they're never going to fall to the earth because they—they again, we talk about level of competition. They're not playing nobody. <laughs> they're not playing nobody. They're going to run that that conference for as long as they want to, as long as they have that coach. They're going to run it for as long as they want to.
1: I, I agree, but it's it's you know they they have a they have a pretty decent program there. I mean, to get to the to the. Last two in the NCAA tournament is pretty good. Yeah. They had a good team. We, I mean, we can sit here and like bash them for all that, but they played good fundamental basketball. They knocked off some big teams, yeah. uh, but I don't think they'll be like top five next year or anything like that. Yes, they they
0: definitely will. They always are. <laughs> they always they always find a way to get a one or a two seed, and then they slip up in the elite eight or something like that.
1: Well, Baylor probably won't be the same.
0: No, nah, they year. def they they won't. <laughs>
1: Come back it's it's an interesting transition and then you said i was about to ask you how do you feel about roy williams stepping down and davis as the new hire in north carolina do you like that
0: i'm proud of i'm proud of roy man he i mean he's done it with two programs at the top of his game as a as a head coach um you know he brought unc some some a lot of uh good years as well hubert hubert played at unc he's been an assistant since 2012 so it's not like they just pick some random Joe schmo off the street, you know how kind of like how um, UConn did with, uh, with Ali, and then you then know, huh?
1: And then screwed him.
0: Well, listen, that's not <laughs> 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 that, that's not his
1: fault. <laughs> I, I like honestly, I like the hire. Plus, he has Sean May on his bench, who's another UNC Tar Heel.
0: Man, Sean May was whack to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> that
1: was the big Sean May fan, And he had, like, the crispiest edge up in
0: college. Sean yeah, May was
1: whack. He's Shawn... a Tar Heel, and and he's in line, you know, as an assistant coach now. No, no,
0: no, no. I'm, I'm not mad at Sean May. I'm, I'm just messing with him. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being in a, you know. <laughs> but Hubert, no. Nah, Hubert Huber was my dude. Like, Hubert, I, I used to actually – play with Hubert Davis, like I think it was NBA Live. And my, my boy can shoot. So I always liked Hubert Davis from, just from playing video games with him. And then like, you know, obviously I, I do my research and my history, like, oh yeah, Hubert went to UNC. That's why I like him, blah, blah, blah. And then he got that, he was working with ESPN for a while. And then he got the, the, the assistant coaching job. And when he was working at ESPN, I liked the way he was talking, I liked what he was talking. I liked his, everything he said to me made sense from a coaching standpoint just from working at ESPN. So he's definitely somebody that I can definitely, uh, uh, we can definitely build around as far as uh, him recruiting. And, you know, he he obviously helps recruits already for the last 10 years. So last 30 years, if you want to be honest. So he, he's going to be a good transition for
1: them. I think he's not like a guy who's too old too like, you know, there's a mentality that you got to have this old man as a head coach. I think he's just the right age to mesh with young athletes. But, yeah. Say I played with some good players like a Patrick Ewing, you
0: know. Now I was gonna get to that. Now listen, you see what they're doing now. Yeah. You see, it's a copycat league. Now they, 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 some of these professionals' teams are scared to give former players, uh, especially former black players, these opportunities. Penny, this Penny Hardaway just won the uh, NIT championship with Memphis. Um, Georgetown with Patrick Ewing uh, won their won the conference, made it to the tournament. Got, obviously, they're disappointed, but. I mean, damn, he did well. Juwan Howard, uh, Fab 5 Juwan Howard was doing did a great job this year, and he's going to continue to do to build and, and to do a great job. We're going to have Hubert Davis in there. We got some. it's I'm liking this direction that they're going in, where they're they realize that these you got to think about it. These we live in the AAU world, and these AAU kids, you know, they have opportunity to go to G League now. Go because now is what it is. Go to G League. Get a quick bag and then enlist for the uh, uh going to the draft or go overseas like something like RJ Hampton and get a quick and LaMelo ball, go get a quick bag and then go to the uh NBA. Now you have an opportunity to be like you went from the AAU circuit and now you're about to go play with somebody who's done it before. That's still that's that is value that's valuable, you know what I mean? That's valuable. Um, you know, to say I played with Penny Hardaway who at one point was on that path of being like the next Magic Johnson or I played with, I'm called, you know, Juwan Howard, you know, somebody who was with the Fab Five. He made college basketball cool in the 90s. You know, he he has some hardware and stuff like that. So it's like to me, that's a good direction from the go to, because right now when you think of a college uh, basketball coach it's like these old dudes, these old, old people who've been doing it, like Bobby Knight and Mike Krzyzewski and you know, uh, Rick Petito, and, you know, I, they're all just older guys. So now we got some young, some youth in there, and I like that.
1: So, so those guys' defense, like, they're great basketball. They are. They are. <laughs> I feel like in sports, is they want to go off the tree and pick off the tree of the, the head coaching or the assistant coach lineage from these guys. But you're like you said, you're seeing it, taking a gamble on my alma mater and signing a player that was really good for us, may have won us a championship or got us there. Maybe we got an ESPN documentary out of it. Maybe we got some cool name out of it, you know, but regardless, one, he's going to sell you tickets because he's a former player and a big name or somewhat of a household name in the NBA. Two, he's alma mater. And three, these kids coming in there, if if they know anything about the program they're they're going into, they know how important that guy is to that program. Exactly. Exactly. I think if, if Jason Kidd is smart, he goes back to his alma mater and would go to California and recruit. That would be some dope shit, right? There. Yeah,
0: because you think about it, the alma mater things is, is definitely a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. like because it, it, it helps the boosters. But like, all right, at least he's one of us already. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, what was his name? Uh, like Charlie Strong in Texas, or 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 what's his name? Willie Tiger at FSU. They have no loyalty to to these guys. Like, who the hell are they? You know what I mean? But. Somebody who's been there, brought your team championships or final fours or conference championships or exposure and stuff like that. Yeah, bring them back. Like if Adam Morrison – I don't know what that bum is doing right these, these days, but if Adam Morrison needs a coaching job, shoot, Gonzaga, go go get him. <laughs> Gonzaga will be perfect for him in a couple of years. Um, you
1: know what's going to be exciting next year, I, I think. Um, Matumbo's son is going to, uh,
0: Georgetown. He is. He is. He is. Yeah. He, he, uh, I think he's playing in Atlanta right now. No, yeah. I, wait, I, I forgot what high school. Cause I, I was on like TNT like a month ago. And his son, he's like, he's, you know, he's been going, he just came from his son's game to get to the interview. But yeah, his son's going to go. That's, I mean, that's beautiful. Like all that means that we're getting old. Cause <laughs> the key.
1: When did Shaq's son go to LSU? Isn't it this year too?
0: He just yeah he got there this past this pat this this past season because he was at Cal then obviously the heart thing and the LSU. I know he's got a lot of different kids so we gotta I <laughs> know a lot of them gonna have options but yeah Sharif yeah Sharif is at LSU. I'm
1: I'm excited for college basketball next season with the lineage too. That'll be it's dope. It's That's dope. To watch um MLB season we got you know two series in opening week uh it's really short for us to discuss um we just threw some topics in that could be somewhat interesting uh texas is allowing full capacity uh 40,000 fans already at the stadium day 1 hey there was out there <laughs> covid isn't a thing in texas uh, the mlb all-star game is now being moved from georgia to colorado because of voter suppression mm. and the governor didn't want to throw the first pitch at Arlington because of them moving it from Georgia. Yeah. So it sucks to see politics being thrown into sports this way. Uh, But, you know, it is what it is. Players have their platform to say what they want to do. And I tip my hat to MLB baseball for sticking to their guns and being behind the players on that. Because last year they were kind of shitty with the whole COVID thing going on. Manfred kind of Everyone was like, yo,
0: we going we just gonna throw him in the fire, we're gonna figure shit out. Know? They they, they <laughs>
1: questionable things because they saw how Korea got things under control and they decided to, yo, we're gonna do the same thing. That was the old thing on
0: TV, it was Korean Korean baseball. I was like shot I have to wake up at five in the morning to watch that.
1: <laughs> but yeah, man, like they stuck to their guns. They they made this move, and um, and I'm proud of baseball for doing it. That's a that's a big move for them. Um but, you know, I mean, what's there to really talk about? Like, it's it's just, it is what it is. I mean, COVID, it just sucks for sports. But you're seeing a, a league that kind of has it under containment. But when laws of different states come into play, it's a whole different thing. You know, the Mavericks could be letting in full capacity of their stadiums. But Mark Cuban's like, yo, 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 let's hold on on that a little sec, a little bit. So...
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's—I it's, mean, to me, it's at the discretion of the owner of the team. At the end of the day, they—the owners—are the. Owners are the t- it's not the 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 commissioner that runs the league; it's the owners that run the league. So, if, like, for example, I know the Lakers and the Clippers are starting. Like, Staples Center is about to start allowing fans back in. Um, Atlanta's already have fans for a while. For, as far as like the uh the Falcons, not the Falcons, the the Hawks. I'm watching the Phillies games. We got fans at the Philly game already. I mean, they all, it's not 100%, but they're all, and they're all masked up. But we got fans and we got fans in Philly. So, you know, it's, it's, the anticipation was for it to be around April, May anyway, for them to be at capacity or not, not full capacity, but to start allowing fans back in, like in heavy doses. We already knew about the Texas thing. Look, Texas was the first to open up. And that was like how long ago? Two months, three months ago? When it completely opened up, like as far as like the state of Texas,
1: no, it was like it had to be like a month and a half ago.
0: So they if they've been opened up for about a month and a half, you think you're surprised that the Rangers are going to be opened up at forty thousand people?
1: They had the World Series there because they built that big stadium, and they exactly they one, so they were like, "We got to recover this revenue." Exactly, but, and a,
0: and the most important thing to the owners. Whether you want to be honest or not, isn't is not the players; it's your bottom line. So, how can we make sure that we are making money? Like some, like the thing about professional sports, there are some owners that want to win championships, and there are some owners that are making sure that their their investment is being taken care of. So, you can't be you you can you can tell in every sport, just like a select few teams that you know all right, they're, they're serious about it this year. And other teams, they're kind of just like, look, we got to, you know, like for example, I, you think like, okay, we're, I, we're talking about basketball. Real quick, like the thunder, or they shut down Al Horford. Like, yeah, they shut him down. They're not going to be concerned about his feelings or anything like that. They said, look, we want the young guys to, see, to play. So we can see what money we're spending on these players. It's like, it had nothing to do with his play or his anything. It's, it's, I'm paying you so and so amount of money. Let's make sure that the money I'm spending makes sense. It's yeah. the same thing with baseball, same thing with football, same thing with basketball, hockey. If it's a professional sport, they're gonna find a way to make money. And we can't be mad at that because we're we're the consumers. We're watching it's not like we're not gonna we're not gonna stop watching the Rangers. Like if I'm a Rangers fan, I'm still gonna watch that I'm gonna watch them play every game. <laughs> I don't care. So it's just one of those things where it's like I at this point. It's It's been a year, like it's been a year, like I remember March, what was it, March 11th or 12th, 2020, as the worst day of my life because sports was taken away from me. If they, if, if they think they found a science and a way to figure this thing out, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> You're not going to get a peep out of me. So, you know, the Rangers are going to do what the Rangers do. We're still going to watch. <laughs> so that's what it is. So.
1: Get your
0: COVID shot yet? Nah, not yet, not yet. Still trying to figure out what gang I want to be in. You know, everyone's posting Pfizer gang and Johnson and Johnson gang and Moderna gang, and you know all these stocks I invested into gang. <laughs> you know,
1: I get shot one on Friday.
0: Okay, let me know how you feel. Let me know if you make it to the show next week. Moderna
1: gang. Oh, I'll you, be here. Don't worry.
0: You doing Moderna? Yeah. I mean,
1: Damn. Crazy. If they said Johnson and Johnson, I'd been like
0: nah I don't, I might do if i I might do the little, the little Pfizer thing you know
1: so Texas is reckless uh baseball has been pretty fun the first two weeks so a lot of grand slams being hit if we have like five, actually today we'll have six because the Cincinnati Reds are on a tirade right now just hit one today uh but a lot of home runs being hit which is exciting for baseball pretty good pitching you know from Some of the aces in baseball. Uh, Your boy Nola's putting on a show today, which is nice to see. Phillies leading the division. Listen,
0: that's what I wanted to talk about. So I was waiting for you to get to the Philly. Now, look, the Phillies last year were very disappointing because I know we got the bats. We've had the bats. Our lineup is stupid. Like, we have a very good lineup. I'm happy that we re-signed JT Realmuto as my favorite player. Don't ask me. I don't know why. He's just—he my favorite player in baseball right now. It's J.T. Realmuto for the last two, three years.
1: You
0: exactly. said so what? what
1: a cool
0: last name. It's the cool. It is the last name Realmuto. I love it. So we got my boy. We got Reese Hoskins. We got Bryce Harper. We got Segura. We got Didi. We Alec Bone. We have bats. Well, I've been pre- I've been preaching the same thing over and over. Our pitching, starting pitching, is okay. Our bullpen last year was historically bad. This year, they haven't been historically bad. You know, you know, we we obviously have, you know we, we lost to the Mets last night, and you know that happens. The Mets are loaded, but this year I feel. Remember, I, I said last year. I said last week. I'll oh, probably win eighty-seven. You know, we might win ninety. We might win ninety. I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 liking what I'm seeing. Like I'm, I'm liking to see all the phases of our game, you know, come together. Obviously, we have the former Yankee, the great manager. I love him to death, and I and I wish him nothing but success. I'm happy about my team. I am. I'm not gonna lie. Now this could be short lived. Pretty soon, when our bullpen start to suck, but as of right now, it's still very early. Um, but yeah, screw the Mets. I'm happy.
1: A tough division, uh, but to be leading that division is good. And your ace is doing work today, and Zach Wheeler did work the other day too. So you got a good one two punch there. It just depends who's going to be the third guy to step up for them.
0: Eflin Eflin's been like Zach Eflin, he's like
1: he's like a good four, he's not a three, yeah, back end guy. The rotation because we had Arietta last year,
0: he would have been on three, but we don't got him. He, he fell up. off.
1: He had a good game for the Cubs, but I mean his age is age is there. Um I don't know where Vince Velasquez fits into things, if he's a, in the bullpen or where he's at, if he can get his shit together. But don't don't look don't I'm do not it. crazy
0: about this. <laughs>
1: i be surprised if the Phillies do become buyers and get another pitcher to throw into the mix. I, I could see it happening. Absolutely. But yeah, the Mets are stacked, the Braves are off to a slow start, but they'll bounce back. Anything is possible in the division. The Marlins made the made the playoff hunt last, and year. and they're going right
0: back to the basement. Cause you know they're not. The Marlins are never a consistent team. They're going right back to the basement.
1: The Marlins just got to develop the talent they have. They they've signed pieces to put around them, but they're not really playoff contenders. And then the Nationals, if they get all the uh, oars rowing in the water, I mean they got a scary one two three pitchers there. They got. <sighs> God, they scared the hell out of me. <laughs> they, got, they got youth and wanted without Bryce Harper. Anything is possible, but. Don't don't be don't feel bad about the Phillies. The Phillies they're they're going to be good. They're going to be really good this year. We'll if see. They have the right coach they'll be they'll be good. My Yankees look good. I mean we we're three and two. We going we're going against the Orioles tonight. That should be a quick mop up for us. Hopefully. Um, I got
0: your boy. What's his name? Talon. Tyon. Tyon. He's my uh. He's one of my my pitches on fantasy. So I'm I'm hoping for.
1: I'm a. I'm up. wrecking in our fantasy league right now, man. If you are <laughs> wrecking. I'm up like thirteen to four. So bless. I'm that getting guy. wrecked.
0: I'm getting wrecked. Um, I'm getting wrecked by by Kevin Laura right now, but I don't really care about that right now. It's week it's week one and a half. I don't care about that. I always start off bad at fantasy. <laughs>
1: in fantasy. In baseball, though, you're seeing some emergence of some like pretty good players too that are young right now. Like this kid Badu from the Badu in Detroit. Detroit.
0: Yeah, I was like, who the hell is this dude? <laughs>
1: Three weeks ago, I went to go see him play in Dunedin. Uh, there was the Tigers versus the Blue Jays, and the kid looks really good, man. I was like, "Yo, there's something about this kid. If he makes the squad, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep an eye on him." When they saw that call up, I was like, "I gotta get this guy." So I put him That's on the good. roster. And then um, Jonathan India too for the Reds. The Reds are just mashing right now, but this kid has not stopped hitting. tear. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: There's a lot of good things, but you know, with seeing a lot of emergence of younger players in baseball, I think is really good. Uh, but you're also seeing another big injury come into with Fernando Tatis. Yeah. The the Padres are all in right now. They're all in. So yeah, that's a little, not a good time. <laughs> get past the Dodgers, eclipse them. Good news is, is he's not selecting surgery, so he shouldn't be out for a substantial amount of time. But we'll see what happens there. That's just a big pivotal thing. They did, <laughs> they did get this guy from Korea who, who's pretty stud-like, so he'll fill in for that, but mm-hmm. – it's just a shitty time to get hurt. I mean,
0: it, it's the beginning of the season, so you know these things happen all the, every year. There's a, a really good player that goes down in the first week or two, so you know you got to give them time to recover. But you know they are they're all in, so they let them do what they got to do. Take his time to recover, and hope that the stuff that they have around them is you know is up to par. But you know, obviously, don't rush him back and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, Wednesdays and Mondays are usually your rest dates for your stars. And uh I know Judge has some soreness. Mookie Betts has some soreness going on too. Um uh, just just pray these guys can keep these guys healthy because I want to see a good MLB season,
0: man. They probably weren't conditioning properly during uh during spring training. Right now,
1: man. Mookie's drinking mimosas all fucking day since he won the World Series. That's right. true.
0: Well deserved. Well deserved.
1: <laughs> So hopefully these guys can be conditioned right. Hopefully things can steamroll out and everything be fine. Because like I said, I want a good MLB season. I want to see this kid Badu. He's really, really good in baseball. Plus he got a cool last name. Man. Yeah, Badu. His last name.
0: Man. Badu like Erica, but not spelled the same way. <laughs>
1: I thought he was like from Curacao or something. But he's from Georgia. I heard him speak and I was like, oh okay. Oh no, yeah, you know
0: he he black. <laughs> he's
1: I was like, okay, I'm okay he with He
0: black you. black. <laughs>
1: with this man i'm okay with it but um mock drafts out they are 1.0 i've been having kk for his because
0: this is like listen (laughs) listen first of all that's the first time i ever done a mock draft in my entire life i was like holy listen i only pay attention to what the eagles are going to do and who is before them so everything after philly Up until two weeks ago, anything after six, I didn't even know who was drafting. And then we do that stupid-ass trade. Everything after 12, I didn't care. So, for me, it took a lot of time and research and kind of seeing teams' needs and who would be available, and then players that I actually paid attention to and calling who I liked. So, you know, my list is out. His list is out. Let me know. What you think, a What you think about your list? So It's
1: 1.0. So I'm just going on speculation on a lot of things that happened. Um, Mr. Adam Scheffner isn't really one to report on drafting and stuff, but he did say San Francisco's all in on Mac Jones. So when I heard that, I was just like, okay, you know, he knows some stuff. I think I think people are overlooking Mac, but I think the 49ers. I think they'll blow out.
0: a smoke up our ass on that one.
1: They, they could be, but like I said, it's 1.0. We got two more to go until the real one comes out. So, so before, you know, the draft. Um, but our picks look, I think, pretty good. They're kind of similar in the beginning. People are kind of clowning you, saying Devontae Smith won't fall that far down. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens, to be honest. With you. I
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he falls past us, too. I've, we might draft a corner over him, but uh, I mean, looking at my so I got straight, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Kyle Pitts, Finney Sewell, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. Uh, Rashawn Slater, Trey Lance. I mean, these are all good players. Not like I picked a scrub over Devontae Smith. Like, and they're all needs for these teams. Now, the wild card, obviously the Sam Darnold trade. We got to, how that affects Carol, what Carolina does, and then Atlanta. What what is Atlanta going to do at four? Atlanta's in a in a weird spot because to me Atlanta is too good to be picking at four. they they're, they're not a bad football team. They have they have a good team, so to me, it's like, are they going to start building for the future, or like, man, look, everyone's desperate for that fourth spot. Trade that, trade it. We don't really need it like that.
1: That's a big thing that's going on right now with Atlanta, and I feel like now that we know what the what the, what the Jets are doing, it, it kills me to know Sam. Listen, Brody. I would.
0: Ooh, I want you to remember like a month and a half ago, and you were talking about this Mormon kid. That like, I don't want this this Mormon kid from. And the Mormon kid's about to be your starting quarterback for the next 10 years. Be happy, bro. He's going to bring you all some success, probably. You know, uh, I don't know what New England and Miami and, and Buffalo are going to do for the next 10 years, but be happy, bro. He's a good kid. He's a nice guy.
1: Make it clear. I told you I didn't want him, but I said, until we know what happens with Darnold, we don't know whether that's going to happen in that pick.
0: And I told you what was going to happen with Darnold.
1: Yeah, we, we, we knew it was going to happen, but, like, there was also rumbling saying it wasn't going to happen. The reason that Corey Davis signed there, which that was smoke up everybody's ass, that Corey Davis signed him because he gets a chance to play with Sam Darnold. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. But until I saw that Sam Darnold was moved, I wasn't thinking quarterback. So now oh, I'm, did it hurt
0: you to see how happy he was when he, he walked into that little house party it threw for him? He was so excited. I felt that was the first time since college I I, I felt like he smiled.
1: I'm, I'm happy for because he was put into a system where he was just failing, and it, and it sucks. Um, bad offensive coordinator, switching from one GM that drafted you to a new one that's just like, I want to clean the slate, which I agree. I think that's stupid. You've just wasted your team that you're walking into third-round pick, and you're not trying to make him any better. But whatever, he's gone. We definitely know Zach Williams. Uh, Zach Wilson is going to be pick number two on there. Now, three is where it gets tricky. Three is where it's going to get a little bit tricky until we start heading into the draft. I know today they said uh, the 49ers are attending Justin Fields' uh, camp. So we'll see what happens there.
0: Mac they going to see his camp and all this crap you all hearing about Mac Jones out the window, okay? This is Kyle Shanahan here we're talking about. To me, all right, Mac Jones would be good for San Francisco. I'm not saying he's a bad player or a bad quarterback. But to me, the I, I like Justin. I like the talent. I like his. I mean, he's he's speed. He's a four four speed. Mind you, all these pro day forties are fake. All these pro day forties are fake. So let's just get that out the way because this is the fastest forty times I've ever seen in my life throughout the whole forty time history. So he's probably not a four four, but he's obviously at a, at a very athletic quarterback. He's good size. He's got his head on his shoulders. He doesn't seem like a problem at all. So, to me, take him. Take him. Like, he's he's been in the limelight before. Take him, man. This is a dude that I know people are like, oh, he couldn't, be, he couldn't beat out Jake Fromm. And, okay. And then he goes to Ohio State and he didn't win. But okay. But, listen, Mac Jones had a, had a track team of athletes around him. Uh, he had the great, the greatest coach ever in college football, and maybe all of sports, and a great defense to back him up. So let's calm down a little bit. With I mean, Tua had the same weapons, and we saw what Tua looked like last year. No offense, Dolphins fans and Tua fans, but come on now. <laughs> so yeah,
1: you you got Fields going there. I've got uh, Mac Jones going there. Subject to change for me. Honestly, my heart says Fields will go 3. He should go 3. But if he doesn't and they take Mac Jones, I feel like Atlanta's going to keep that pick and that's what they want is Fields cuz I know they've been linked to Fields for a very long time. Why I mean, why why? Why do you think they're
0: linked to Fields? Like what? So why to, All right, are we done with Matt Ryan?
1: You got to get younger, I feel like, and they can't win with him. How
0: so old is Matt Ryan? Ready?
1: He's got to be approaching mid-30s now.
0: Okay, how old is Aaron Rodgers?
1: It's a different breed
0: how old, i know like like how old is uh god who's a middle-aged quarterback that's oh that ben roethlisberger
1: yeah but like that's that's loyalty to those programs those programs love those guys same with the falcons don't get me wrong but new gm each each like three years the new gm and they're like i want it i want it to mix things up but eventually the ownership is going to and be like okay get the guy i just
0: Matt Ryan has not been the issue there. It's been their defense and it's been their lack of coaching. Like their coaching has been terrible and their defense has let them down. They've had 28 to 3 leads on the Patriots. They had four games this year where they were up 35 to like 10 in the fourth quarter, finally to lose those games too. They have good receiving core. They have um they they might want to figure out the running game, but not on day one, obviously. Um it's it's to me, it, it's it's To me, they should go get – I put uh, Kyle Pitts for them to to give Matt Ryan another um, weapon, but to me, if they don't trade out of that pick and Panay Sewell sitting right there, protect your 35-, 36-year-old quarterback and then build your defense. Like, your defense has been letting you down a lot. So, to me, quarterback is not – it's not important for them right now. Like, getting a quarterback is going to – they're going to – they're gonna finish the same record that they had last year if they draft a quarterback in the first round. It would make no sense.
1: i with one. I think honestly, I think they'll trade out of that pick. If that's the smartest thing to do, get more picks, trade down, get the things you need at the right area. Um but I'm I'm having fun with it. Like I said, it's one point up. So I'm saying fields. I like the I like the Pitts one though. I do like Pitts.
0: I don't because I do not want <laughs> the Falcons to be happy, aka a certain Falcons fan who is also a UF fan to be happy with this pick because then I'm going to have to listen to him speak about this forever and I don't want to hear it. So I'm hoping to trade out his pick and then draft an uh, offensive lineman like Rashawn Slater or something and I can move on with my life. <laughs> like, I'm very petty. I don't want players that are really good to go to teams that I, that I know people are fans of. So I want, like, the Bengals to get Kyle Pitts. I don't You know, that would make me – Genuinely happy that he's somewhere that I don't have like Joe Burrow and and Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. That's beautiful, that's beautiful. But if they can't get Kyle Pitts, like you have them, you have the Bengals picking Jamar Chase. I can see that, but I
1: could too. That's why I want to have fun with it. Now you're having
0: fun, I can see it, and that would be fun for uh, like fantasy wise, but real football wise, the dude that just tore his ACL, yet a generational talent at a tackle. To protect your first overall pick,
1: <laughs> I, I agree. I'm I'm having fun with it just just because I hope some like some news starts you know coming in on it. But your your first looking at your list, your first, four I got Mac Jones going all the way to 19. You think that's too far? No, no, no. I I, I could see that happening too. I could see him going to like the Bears or the Washington. The Georgia.
0: Washington football team to me is a very intriguing place for him to go to because think about it. You think that you think that they're hit, they're set on Heineken Beers, National Beer Day on Tyler Heineken and and uh, old man Fitzmagic to be their future after they just got rid of Haskins screwed that one up got rid of Alex Smith and they they played that playoff game against the Bucks with somebody no one's ever heard of so to me. I either trade up a couple spots or you know see kind of how it's looking but to me mac Jones would be a, a good a good look for for washington football team so I know it's a little deep i just that's the team I envisioned him on him on though
1: i think I think that's a realistic place for him to land is at 19 or 20 in, in my books um where I have sewell in my first draft I don't think he's gonna fall that far only i only put him there for the fact that he said, it would be a dream come true for him to play with herbert so i just in my mock draft i made it a dream come true for him to play with herbert and fall to the to the uh chargers but realistically wait, wait, wait.
0: you crazy. had you had see wolf fall, fall to the chargers
1: i did i did have boy that. are
0: you have you lost your damn mind <laughs>
1: he's not he's not going to fall that
0: far. come on skip
1: mock mock two is going to be different bro like
0: no I, way no way no how okay I, i'm having
1: fun with it
0: one. did you hear you hear about the cowboys you mean you didn't hear there was like this report
1: Jones? yeah he's got a hard on
0: for well i will i will literally i will literally bro they do not need him first of all they already have amari cooper michael gallup uh cd lamb um Ezekiel elliott dakota prescott and they got that one boy that's a tight end i forgot his name he's all right If they'll go and get, if they go, I don't care what, they have to give up to go get him. Because to me, at that point, their offense is super set. If they go and get him, I will lose my mind. Because that means I have to deal with him for the next 10 years. I don't want to deal. I don't want, I don't want, I know the Giants, for whatever reason, have been linked to Devontae Smith, too, for some reason. I don't want Devontae Smith going to the Giants. I don't want Kyle, Kyle Pitts going to the Cowboys. I don't mind who Washington picks actually don't hate Washington. I don't want the Falcons to be happy the Dolphins I'm, you know, I'm always on the fence about how I feel about Dolphins fans Depending depending on how lunatic they sound because Dolphins fans be saying the wildest shit for a team that hasn't won nothing since 1975 or something. So I don't know. I'm just I'm a little cynical right now, but um, yeah, Jerry Jones is wild (laughs) He's calm down
1: a lot of shit so we're gonna we're gonna have um we're gonna do one special we'll do everything draft related um which would be a lot of fun i want to dissect into three things before we go to our our last segment um first thing is now that san francisco has moved up and now that darnold has been traded broncos seem very enticing for a quarterback now
0: are they getting a trade lens You think they're going to get Trey Lance? Yeah, they're going to trade the four to get him from the Falcons, or they're going to – let's look at this list. They're going to pray. They might have to trade with the uh, the Lions. They might have to trade with, like, the Lions or the Panthers just to get that spot up to go get Trey Lance, just so they can feel secure. But to me, because, you know, obviously Deshaun Watson was supposed to be, like, an option for them, and we know how that's looking right now, so – they're not obviously they're not sold. Who, you know, with uh, home buddy that they got right now. To me, it's either they go to four, uh, go to four, go to seven, or pray that he falls to him at nine. Which is very likely that he does fall to him at nine. I think
1: he which is
0: why I put him as my person that they, that he, uh, as the person they're going to drive.
1: We both have him at that. That's one that we both have going there, and I I agree with that.
0: What if the Falcons surprise everybody and draft him though?
1: It wouldn't, like I said, they're they they've been linked to a quarterback in a lot of mock drafts that I see, but it's weird as, as of coming days they've they've been in talks to trade down, which I think is smart. That's what I wanted the Jets to do, but they didn't do it. So um my next question is of these prospects coming in, who do you see will fall the most?
0: Quarterback wise, or just prospects in general.
1: Player that, that will fall the most. I don't think Sewell's going to fall at all, but I have a guy that I think is going to fall.
0: You know who could possibly fall? Justin Fields. You
1: think Justin Fields could fall?
0: And for if if for some crazy reason teams just don't like him, he could fall. I already have Matt Jones falling to nineteen, but to me, he was already like projected to be drafted like fifteenth or something by the Patriots. I have him slipping a little past that. Um but uh Devonte Smith could fall too because people are so concerned about his size, which makes absolutely no sense to me uh so those three would be like my off the top of my head
1: my biggest one <clears throat> we both have him at fifteen I could even see him fall into eighteen is is michael Parsons? michael parsons like he was he was a top ten locked in man he was we were linking him already to Denver <clears throat> Detroit was looking at it, but now with all these things shaking up in the top five moving yeah. around uh, or top top six. I'm sorry, um, it's it's crazy. Anything is possible. But I, that's my biggest surprise is Michael Parsons. I think I think he could slip, and I don't want to say this because it's a team I can't stand. But I was talking to a, a, a Dolphins fan through a DM, and I was like, "Yo, the Dolphins may have the steals of the draft if if he falls if he falls to 18, like." they could they could run away with the two best picks in this draft if that's the case yeah
0: well i mean who you, do you have the dolphins drafting
1: i have them drafting at six i have them getting pits pits and uh only my my two will look a little <laughs> bit better in the top ten i'll be honest with you on that when i do mock 2.0 um but i have them getting pits and then I have him getting the offensive guard, uh, Vera Tucker from USC. So they're going to have to get an O lineman to to help out with Tua for sure.
0: That's why I my the second I have a Christian Darrisaw another offensive tackle. But so Pitts could very well be there at six, depending on what the Falcons do, because the Falcons trade out of that pick. That means a thousand percent. Um, the Broncos are drafting a quarterback with that fourth pick, unless it's the Cowboys that just. Shock the day and do some crazy stuff like that. But so they go four straight quarterbacks off the board, which would be crazy to me. Then five, six and seven, you have Sewell, Chase and uh, Pitts all available. So Pitts can very well be there at six if if uh, the Bengals feel like they don't want Pitts or Jamar Chase. It's crazy the amount of people who can fall to six. And you know what pisses me off? The sixth pick belonged to the Philadelphia Eagles two weeks ago. The amount of talent that can be available to us at six, also that we can acquire a next year pick and a fourth round pick, is oh my God.
1: I want you to know that I'm praying for you that that first round pick turns into something great. Okay. I'm
0: praying. Do you understand how crazy it is that at six, We can get Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, or Panay Sewell, and we don't even have that option anymore? I'm about to lose my mind, bro. Damn, I can't believe it.
1: You Remember when uh, Chucky took Seeland Farrell at, like, what was it, like top five or
0: whatever? It was two or or three.
1: I think it was three.
0: That was, oh.
1: Anything is possible, man. I
0: looked at this man, I'm like, bro, what is wrong with you, man? Damn.
1: So, So let's. Let's let's take a look. This is the last part of this uh uh what the draft will talk about. But I want to thank you. I think I think we've got the same picks for the Jets. I'm I've succumbed oh. to Zach Wilson. It's Zach Wilson. Good job. And I wanna I wanna thank you for putting Najee. Here. Put Najee.
0: Yeah, I know, I know.
1: I really want Najee to fall there. Um
0: he he will, he'll be available there. It's whether or not y'all draft him or not. He will be there because the need for running back right before you guys. I don't see it. Colts, no Titans, no Bears, no Washington, no Dolphins could, Dolphins could, but if they go skill position first, I feel like they'll go offensive line or defense second. Uh, Cardinals, no, so you guys, he will be there for you guys. It's a matter of who do you, who does your team prefer if they go running back? And if they don't go running back, you'll probably go like edge rusher or something.
1: That's what I'm going to say. Like, we could easily go in that position. Uh, defense, we could go edge, we could go corner. Uh, we could even take linebacker. Um, maybe even O-line, but I don't think O-line will be the thing that we go after there. Maybe sec- There's a lot of good guys in the, that are going to be O-line available in the second round that are going to fall.
0: You know what's funny? So, we started, when we both started this show about our, our, our fair-weather Eagles and Fairweather Jets, we start I feel like we started this show at the, the perfect time because ever since we started this show, it's been a train wreck ever since. Y'all won two games for no reason. So y'all, y'all can get the, the the you can't get the first seed no more. We lost the last game on purpose to get the sixth seed, only for us to trade it to the twelfth seed. Carson Westing thing was a was a was a mess. We losing everybody. We fired our coach after we got rid of like and y'all, y'all, it's been a wreck for both of us. And now I want the world to understand why we identify as Fairweather fans because it if we put all of our heart and soul into it, we will, we will have heart attacks because it does take a lot out of us as fans of these teams that do crazy things like this. So I just wanted to put that out there. I, I wanted to draft somebody good at 12 and we might be dumb and go we'll draft uh, Kyle Trask, the Florida quarterback. Because oh, we want a quarterback, so we're gonna draft Kyle Trask in the first round. We're gonna do something crazy like that. Y'all gonna mess around and draft in your second. I mean, your first. I mean, y'all gonna get Zach Wilson. Yeah, second pick. Be worried. Y'all do some crazy. Ooh, I saw his tape. He ran a four four. I want him.
1: I'm worried because everybody's like, every everybody, every GM listens to each GM what they're saying, and they kind of like take everything, you know, with a hint of salt, but. Mm-hmm everyone's like, oh, running backs will fall day too. There's a no reason to reach and get that running back you need. But when you need offense, like your biggest thing is offense, you need that, go get go get them, man. Just go get the guy that fits the program best. And I feel like now she's that. But number two, it's it's a toss-up. It could be anybody for us at 26. Um, but my question to you is you have Devontae Smith falling there. You have Jalen Waddle going before Devontae Smith. A lot of mock drafts have that.
0: What do I have? Do I have Devontae falling to twelve?
1: No, a lot of mock drafts have Jalen Waddle going before Devontae Smith. Maybe okay. He's bigger. So yeah. I'm mad. Mad with that, like, you know, layout of stuff there. I think that's you know witty. I think a lot of people see the same thing too. Yeah. A lot of people are talking shit about Devontae Smith, and he's like, oh, oh, oh wait a, wait, wait wait a minute. I can, I can definitely play football. I have a lot of credentials to back it up. Yeah. I have you guys getting Waddle at that. Crap, do you think? Like, I know you want Devonta Smith. Do you really see that happening there? I, I
0: b- believe it or not, once we trade that, p-
1: we're kind of in the same boat. We both need a lot of shit on our
0: team, exactly. So, once we trade that pick to, to <laughs> I'm about to have a heart attack again, man. I'm okay, it's hard to breathe because <laughs> it's like, and we have the sixth pick, we're getting cow pits Penesi, or Jamar Chase, and I'm happy with either one of those three. There's absolutely nobody after that that could be picked that I feel like is going to be better than those three players, correct? Now that we're at 12, we're in no man's land. I have no idea what we're going to do, because I don't know what these other teams have got. Like, I've seen a lot of teams pick um, like a lot of mock drafts had the Lions picking Devontae Smith instead of Jalen Waddle. And I being from Detroit, I know Detroit is a stupid as organization. So I know for a fact that they won't draft Devontae Smith because they're idiots. They, they're gonna they're gonna screw up this whole thing and draft Jimmy Waddle anyway or somebody else. They're gonna draft somebody that's not Devontae Smith. So to me, after that, the only other team that could possibly draft Devontae Smith is the Giants. And to me, with them getting Kenny Galladay. Uh, they got uh, uh, Ross. They still got the dudes that they already – I mean, they got – what's his name? Uh, Slater. Sure. Well, that, so, they got – and they got Evan Ingram, too. They got Saquon coming back. They have no reason to draft a quarterback. What they need is a solid offensive line and a better defense. So, to me, all this crap about, oh, they're going to drop the, a wide receiver. I don't know why the Giants would do that. But, hey – Anything is possible. Do I think Devontae can fall to us? Absolutely. Um, do, do I expect him us to draft him? Well now, nah, like I said, we're the Eagles, man. We got Howard Roseman. As long as he's our GM, he gonna probably draft a uh, kicker, um third string quarterback that hasn't played in two years, but he looked good on film. Some dude who opted out but has character issues, he's gonna do something stupid like that. So I don't really know and at this point my my i'm hanging my fandom by uh, i hang on to my fandom by thread right now i'm i'm a little concerned because like uh you know i might be i i'll live I, i'm gonna see what the bucks gonna do i might be a bucks fan again next year i am I might have to switch it up for a year so i can put them on notice before i go back to my to my roots but I don't know, man. It's it's tough. It really is tough. <laughs> it's gonna
1: be interesting. And and my bad, I said you had getting Waddle. I said uh but I think I had you guys getting fairly is what I had you guys getting at
0: that point. Oh, you had us picking fairly, that's right. So I again I I was gonna put either we get Patrick Sertain or or Fairley or Devante or Jalen Waddle or Michael Parsons like we can literally draft so many different positions because we have so many positions in need. Hell, I would not be surprised if Mac Jones is there. We'll draft Mac Jones. Like we, we, oh, man, I don't know, man. I don't want to talk about the Eagles anymore right now. I'm, I need to go on a break for like a week before we can talk about the Eagles again. So yeah, you got to give me some time.
1: Let's save that headache. We'll, uh, we'll put our next mocks out. Or next if we're going
0: to talk about any Philly teams, if they're not the Sixers or the Phillies, the only two teams outside of the Eagles that I care about because I don't give a shit about the Flyers. If we're not talking about those two, I don't want to talk about Philly sports right now. So
1: We'll, uh, we'll save you the headache. We'll put Mock Draft 2.0 out next week for you guys. <laughs> we we'll definitely have a, a show dedicated to the draft. We can just dissect everything, uh, but be on the lookout for 2.0. Uh, then we're, we're going to close the show now. We usually do Where Do You Go to College? Um, but Stephen A. wanted to have a heart attack last night, and I don't, I don't blame him for wanting to have a heart attack. So
0: anymore. we we've done two weeks in a row where Stephen A. has been the reason why we're not doing where to go to college. Last week we did the movies, and this week we're doing
1: uh, NBA's top ten, twenty five, and under. And to be clear, last week it was Stephen A.'s joke of a list, but now Stephen A. and we are on board with what Stephen A. is entitled heart attack. <laughs> Right to be fired. Whoever made this list, and their and their argument is where their ages and what they can produce going forward. At that,
0: you know what makes it worse? because So they're in the top twenty five under twenty five. We're, we're only going to do ten. But what makes it worse is that the person that made this list works for ESPN, and Stephen A. was asking for his head. <laughs> so, so that makes you know. I don't know how y'all feel about that list, but spoiler alert. LaMelo Ball, stop gonna, it.
1: Me, stop it right
0: now, okay? I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired of it.
1: Let me run down my or the list that they have. So we're just going to do the top 10. There is 25 under 25. You can look at that whole thing if you want. But we're going to stick with the top 10.
0: So do those first, yeah.
1: There's, there's some good ones there. Where they're at, I think, is very, very questionable. Um, and there's some guys that have definitely for, that they forgot forgotten on there that we're going to give our top 10 after that. Mm-hmm. So... Number one, I think we we all can agree, and I think we all agree. Number one has got to be Luka Doncic at 22. That's that's a pretty good one for your number one. They have it too, Zion Williamson. He's 20 years old. He's an inside presence. You know, he's a force to be reckoned with. His his ceiling could be Charles Barkley. It could be Blake Griffin. We don't know. There's a lot of growing to do, but he's still 20 years old, and he's he's putting up good numbers. At number three. Give me this guy's name for the love of God, because I'm over everything with this kid, Lamelo Ball, 19 years old at three. Okay. I I don't want to hear that. At four, disrespect. Donovan Mitchell, who is 24 years old. Five, Jason Tatum, 23. Uh, Six, De'Aaron Fox, 23. Seven, why is he here when he's probably the greatest defensive player in basketball? Ben Simmons at 24, more disrespect here at eight. Devin Booker 24, Bam Adebayo nine at 23, and then Tay at 10. We have Shy Gilgrist Alexander at 22.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm 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 whatever about it to be honest with you. I I get some of these guys are aging at 24, but it's it's supposed to be at un, a list of 20 under 25 right now. Correct. So, like correct. So, Mitchell, Ben Simmons. Do your list. Booker will all be 25 by the end of this year.
0: I don't care. Do your
1: list. Okay. Do your
0: list.
1: Because LaMelo Ball in your top 10 is a joke. I'm sorry if you have LaMelo Ball in it. My number one is Luca, 22 years old. My number two, you will definitely appreciate this because I think he's very, very valuable to the team, to the game. He just don't like to shoot. Ben Simmons, 24 years old. Number three. Donovan Mitchell at 24 Devin Booker, 24 years old. Number five, Jason Tatum, 23 Zion Williamson comes in at six for me at 20 years old. Now here's a guy that not on this top 10 list that should be there. Jamal Murray, 24 years old. He just turned 24. Eight John Morant, 21 years old, nine Trey young, 22 years old and 10. Bam at a bio at 23 shy doesn't even make my top 10. I'm sorry. He's always hurt. I don't <laughs> care. He can dress good.
0: All right. So uh, I have a different, you no know, different list. Uh, some similar players, different order, but different lists. Um, number one, clearly Luca magic. I mean, what more can I say about this? This young man. I mean, he's been playing professional basketball since he was 15. So this is, this is like, a, this is too easy for him. So Luca, yeah, that's easy. Number two, might shock you a little bit. I got Donovan Mitchell as my number two. I'm not
1: mad with that. He was going to be my Now,
0: I remember when the Rookie of the Year thing happened, and I was so – I was all over Ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben Simmons for sure, even though he wasn't a quote-unquote real rookie. He was a rookie. I don't give a damn. That was his first year of playing professional basketball. So, um, But Donovan has definitely – like I call him my young Dwayne du- Wade. Donovan has definitely like creeped up my list of like players that I like and you know talent in the NBA so I got him as my number 2. Now my 3 and 4 the they uh the reason why I like them so much is because of Kobe Bryant actually cuz their game and their attitude and you know they kind of like they the way they are and their age right now kind of just has that Kobe thing to me. So I got Jason Tatum as my number 3 actually. Okay. And I have I my I feel like now, I know Boston, and I know y'all from Tommy Sports, I'm sorry that MB had to kill y'all again, again last night. I'm sorry there were 3-0 against y'all. B's averaging 38 points a game against the Boston Celtics this year, by the way. Doc Rivers laid lit a fire under, under his ass. But, so, no offense, Boston, I know y'all suck right now, and it's not looking pretty. But, you have a young, bright future in Jason Tatum, okay? So, be happy about that. I got Tatum. As uh, my third, my fourth is Devin Booker. I've been I've been a huge Devin Booker fan since his rookie year. Um, I feel like his game is getting better and better. All he needed was some veteran leadership. He got Chris Paul in the locker room and now look at the Phoenix Suns. They're they're a legitimate threat in the Western Conference. So you gotta give you gotta give Chris Paul a lot of credit for that. But Devin Booker is a cold dude and you know his jump shot's crazy. He's got to get a little bit better on defense, but uh, you know, I like me some some Devin Booker, uh, number five. Now I'm gonna put Ben Simmons there. Now Ben Simmons' offensive game was at the level of Jason Tatum or Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell. Ben Simmons would be number, my number two as well. You know, he's obviously limited offensively. You know, he open court. Ben Simmons to me is ridiculously great open court. Uh, his court vision is is on another level. It's on that. It's on that, like, Penny Hardaway, LeBron James, kind of like, you know, he can see the floor. He's so fast. So, to me, him in the open court and him defensively, and uh, I feel like his intensity has gotten a little bit better as well this year, too, with Doc Rivers, that coach. Uh, Obviously, just he's offensively limited a little bit. Free throw percentage can be a little bit better. Uh, But I'm going to still have him at number five. Number six.
1: Let me pause you quick. Two through five was all interchangeable for me, all those guys. I feel like they're all really, really good players. So wherever you line them up and I think we yeah. kind of have different orders, but they're still within our top five. So I'm I agree with everything you said. So
0: cool. I like that. Thank you. Now six and seven could have been interchangeable for me, but one of them uh you know helped take his team to the NBA Finals. So I got Bam by, actually as my number six. And I have Zion as my number seven. Uh to me Zion could easily shoot up this list really quickly. If if I, if if I felt better about his health in the future, you know, obviously, you know, he's a bigger dude and not the tallest guy in the world, but he, I mean, I mean, he has a he's 63% from the field. he be dropping 30. Like it's nothing. No one can, no one can really guard him. But for, for me, for somebody who plays that close to the basket, I need to see more rebounds a game. I need to see better free throw percentage. I need to see, for somebody who's going to have the ball in, in big time moments, I need to see a little bit more out of him in those situations. Now, to me, the they, the Pelicans have, who my number eight is, is actually Brandon Ingram. Um, but he's actually he's actually dropping in my list as I think more and more about it because they got Zion, they got Eric Bledsoe, they got uh, Brandon Ingram, they got Josh Hart. They have, I mean, they have a good team. And for them to be 22 and 28 or whatever they are right now does not really make sense to me. Um, And so to me, Brandon Ingram, again, another dude that I think he's cold. You know, he got a little bit of that KD in him, a little bit of that, you know, that that offensive swagger to him. But he is limited defensively. And honestly, I could probably kick him out my top 10 by the end of of this conversation. Um, Because right now I have Jalen Brown as my number nine. Town Sports, Boston. You got young talent. And then I have Trey Young and Jamal Murray tied for 10th. However, I can easily pull Brandon Ingram out of there and have Jalen Brown, Trey Young, and Jamal Murray as my bottom three of my top 10. And I'll be happy about that. Trey Young, I like this dude, man. I don't know what it is. This small little, you know, light-skinned dude from somehow he will be just dropping 30 like it's nothing. Something similar to Steph Curry. You know, he got a little. You know that he's got a little swagger to him in in, in, in Atlanta. And Atlanta looks a lot better right now. You know, they're they're a good team. Uh, they got some good talent around him. So I like Trey. And then Jamal Murray. You I had I could not not have him in my top ten. Kind of like Stephen A. had five te- five movies in his number five last week. I had to have Trey and Jamal. But right now I might drop Bi out of there, and I'll just sneak Jamal right back into there, and
1: I'll feel good about that. I'm okay with that. I mean, there's there's definitely a good list of 25 players you could put into that. We're not going to, but
0: Lamelo Ball should not be in your top five. I'm sorry, top 10. No, I'm sorry. He's not. He's played 30 games in the NBA. He's he's a good player, but damn, he's not. Y'all, yo, yo, I've been I've been I've been on this thing. I'm like, yo, all this show is his highlights, his highlights, and then when he got hurt, it was as if like. House of Highlights and Bleacher Report, like, was about to, like, oh, no, we got nothing to post. We ain't got nothing to post and no LaMelo Ball. My yo, get over it. Now LaMelo Ball dating porn stars and stuff, man. He, he's happy. He's good. But let him grow. Damn.
1: I would have Anthony Edwards higher than him, too, man, in my opinion. But, you know, there's a lot of good names on that didn't make the list, too, that you had. Brandon Ingram was, you know, probably 12 for me. I had Jalen Brown right on the cusp since he's finally – Coming into his role finally, we get to see one good dominant year from Jalen Brown. Um it sucks Porzingis can't stay healthy because if if he was always healthy, he's under
0: 25. He Damn.
1: Play. We drafted him at like 18. He's
0: poor, poor Poise. He's
1: gotta be like 24 by now. That sucks. So, yeah, man. Like there's there's a lot of good players that that could make the list, but no ball brothers on my list. I'm sorry. And,
0: yeah, I mean, shoot, Lonzo looking a lot better, though. and Lonzo, yeah, the Pelicans have a better Lonzo ball, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, Josh Hart, Nikhil um, Harry Alexander, they got, Zion, I mean, God, they got t- Eric Bledsoe, they have talent.
1: It's youth. They got youth, they got youth on everybody, which is <laughs> good, and it can gel, if, if they can keep those guys together, gel, grow, but. At what point does it become the Lakers all over again? You know,
0: that's exactly what it is. This <laughs> is the hey, people are like, LeBron, like, no, we're gonna give up so much title. Zion's just
1: Julius Randle, man. Basically, Zion's Julius Randle.
0: Well, well no, he's definitely, uh, uh, well, yeah. the role that he. I, I see, I see, you're right. This is, this is the hard working Lakers of 2016 and 17. That's what it is, absolutely absolutely
1: they got a better center who's probably the best pick setter in in basketball though the wall of stephen adams and they got
0: stephen adams how do i forget his dog they have a good team and they're eight games under 500 it doesn't make any sense it don't make no sense that's why bi i I don't even know if i want to put bi in my top 10 anymore because that's disappointing he's supposed to be the leader of that team in my opinion he's the one that's been there not the longest but damn
1: it goes back to what you preach Youth doesn't win you championships.
0: Yep, you need some veterans in the locker room.
1: So these guys don't have that many veterans. They
0: got Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe.
1: They don't... I mean, Steven Adams is probably the closest thing to a winning culture there. Eric Bledsoe, not so much.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. Steven Adams was the only thing that they have as a winning culture.
1: Eric Bledsoe was on some, yeah. like, teams where he was supposed to be the next big point guard. And, they and he can
0: never... He can never... Yeah, can, yeah. I mean, have- think about it. They, were, they replaced... They replaced Eric Bledsoe with Drew Holiday and they quickly gave Drew Holiday a 4-year deal. They said, "We like you a lot better than Eric Bledsoe. We're going to give you this bag right now."
1: <laughs> just LeBron, go get your boy, man. Let him win a ring with you off the bench whatever, man. But yeah, no ball brothers on our shit. Stop that lamella ball bullshit. I'm over it. Like just give him
0: time. Give him time, bro. Like for real. Like he's young.
1: Even Anthony Edwards didn't make the top ten, man. Like I feel like, and I like Anthony Edwards a little more than Lamelo Ball. But but the thing, is, like, I get it. You were first overall. I get it. You were a lottery pick. I get you were having a good season, but it's just one year. Let's see how you transition in a year too. when right. We saw, and and we'll I mean, what a what a game one for Zion William when he came Williamson when he came into the league. I mean, he dropped. They were like he can't shoot threes. He went three from three. He dropped like twenty six. Had like you know He went like
0: he. Made, I think he made like five threes that night or six, something like that. Man, my heart was right. I remember I was watching it. My heart was racing. I was like, "Oh my god, we might have seen him."
1: <laughs> and he was on minutes restrictions.
0: And we might, was... we we might have ourselves the next one, and he still could be, and, but he's still young.
1: <laughs> he Easily pushed um, John Morant to the rookie of the year. They, they should have did it with like Grant Hill and Jason Kidd. And gave them both Ricky Depp. Yeah, but I, I get it; they don't want to. Do you had
0: John. You had John. In your top ten. I want, I thought about putting John in my top ten, but I, I just couldn't pick one of these guys. I put him over. So
1: he's just getting injury bug lately, man. But I feel like he's very necess- a big necessity for the Grizzlies. Yeah, the, Grizz- the Grizzlies are like what they're the AC right now, and they're like. They're like in
0: the hunt and out in out. No, they're in, they're there Is I love Ja. Don't get me wrong. Ja, Ja's Jaw's a fan. Like he I tell you, he's in my short list of my next favorite player. Ja, Devin Booker, Zion. Could be. Luca's already Lucas already crossed that threshold for me. Like I, I you know, I, I I like me some Luca. I mean, that's a good player right there. So
1: Luke is definitely a good player. But I like our list. I think they're way better than ESPN. So that beat rider, you suck, man. <laughs> Um, He's like, bro, I got paid for my
0: list, bro. What y'all got paid for y'all list?
1: He's <laughs> lying there. He said I got some, I got some money in my bank account. Which is like, huh? <laughs> they should change the numbers in my bank account after I posted that. So, uh, let's wrap up the show. Um, Twitter, you can find us at fair underscore weather pod. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, the Fair Weather Podcast. You can find us there. Where you subscribe to uh, podcasts, you'll be able to find us there as well whether it's through Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. We're on there. Kiki likes to throw out MySpace, so I beat him to the punch before he could get to it. Uh, Good luck trying to find us some MySpace. We could be there eventually. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's the show. All I
0: have to add is, man, I hope you enjoy your beer while you're watching this or listening to this because it's it's still, even if you're listening to this after today, it's still National Beer Day every day for me. So happy National Beer Day, like Stone Cold Steve Austin said, you know, what? Drink some beer. All right. Peace.